suck me sideways. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, I'm a, a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become the hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. show will go well with fava beans and Chianti. Yes. Let's rock it. Mm. It, it puts, puts the, the lotion, lotion on the skin. <laughs> Put it on. No, no, no. no I Push the Tylenol and shot of the basket. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to this show. You know, I tell you what, when I get into that little whistle, you know, that's right. It, it eventually gets into like all of your speech. Yeah. So it's not a good idea. Did you inform not, no, no. Did you inform everybody about what Miss Light told you you were doing? In my sleep? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, this is glorious, man. I wish you would have recorded this. So... She tells me that, you know, this was what, a couple weeks ago now, that she woke up to me talking in my sleep, which I do frequently, no. and I was saying, no, no, no more lemon pledge. I was doing that. <laughs> and she's like, really? You woke uh... <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, it's beautiful, man. Only, only here with The Real Brian will you hear something as insane as that. Did you know? That uh, the muffin man who lived on Drury Lane. I thought the muffin man was uh, George Bluth Senior, but he lived on Drury Lane. Oh, well, that sucks. I don't like Drury Lane, but uh, hey, that's fine. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Real Brian Show. Welcome. I was thinking about something. No, welcome you. No, no. Welcome you. <laughs> hey, welcome you. You little welcomer. I I kind of just want to go up to somebody someday and be like, "What's up? Huh? What's up, man? What's welcome. up?" Just like bump them. Probably get shot. You should sit right next to somebody at a bus stop and just look at them and say, welcome. <laughs> just, <laughs> or just life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, just take a there. box of chocolates yeah. with you. Hello, Mom, I'm Brian, Mom, the real Brian. Mama said life is What's like a name? box of chocolates. You Nobody never know cares. what you're going to get. You're a low life scum sucking maggot. Mama said these is my running shoes. <laughs> she said they take they me were, anywhere. Else. magic shoes. And I was running. <laughs> They was magic shoes. <laughs> oh, I love that part. Uh, um, I drank me about 50 of them Dr. Peppers. Dude, those were good, though. The bottled ones. You ever had real bottled Dr. Pepper? Yes. With real sugar and all of that. You know, I had a real crap. Coke today. With cocaine and everything in it? Because that's what the real Cokes were. Hecho de Mexico. Oh, well, you know, you got to go for it. Yes. Tell me about your golf rage. <laughs> yes, we talked about jolfing last week. Jolfing. I got my golf shorts Left on. Left to golf. Can you see these mm-hmm. sexy things? <laughs> You're showing a lot of leg today. Well, you know, try so, to get them as short as possible. As bad of a storyteller as I am, I'll just tell a story anyway. Okay, well, it better be great or else I'm cutting you off. Went golfing with a few friends. Except well, me. You, I wasn't there. You were not there. I was offended. Still well, am. I don't know what to tell you. It's all right. Keep going. You'll live. It's okay. So went golfing with a few friends, a boyfriend of 
one of said friends showed up. Uh-oh. And we were all golfing together. Last hole, right? 18th or 9th? Nine. Just played nine. That's cool. Started at four o'clock. Okay. I did not go out there to play competitive with anybody. I went out to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We're on the last hole. I was like, all right, I got to get this. This is going to be the best hit of the day. We're at the tee box. We're about 140, 150 yards away from the pen. The pen is on an island. You have to drive your golf cart around and walk across a bridge to sure. get to get over there, you know, to finish up your game. I tee off, best shot I had all day long. Lob the ball up, landed about 10 feet behind the pin. Mm. Hell yeah, this is fantastic. Yeah. I got something to celebrate right now. So this boyfriend that showed up yeah. ended up teeing off, hit it about 45, 50 feet away from the pin, in the rough, almost in the water. Mm-hmm. I think he was a little pissed off mm-hmm. that me... This little novice golfer, golfer, went Yelper. out there to, and did a better shot than him on the last hole. My golf cart wouldn't start when it was time to go up and, and go putt. We're sitting there struggling, trying to get our, our, golf, our golf cart golf. our golf cart to go. Finally get up to where we were going to walk across the bridge. And by the time I get up there, my golf ball was gone. Mm. So I'm sitting here walking around. I'm like, what in the heck just happened? Because I could see my ball mm-hmm. from where I teed off. I knew it was there. I watched it lie mm-hmm. right there on the green. This jerk <laughs> decides to walk by my ball and kick it off the edge into the water <sighs> and walk around to his ball, put it in, get back in his golf cart and leave. Like actually left with his girlfriend. Yes. Gone. Not like I'm you back still sitting out here searching like he's gone. Well, he's, you know, probably 50, 60 feet in front of us. Oh, OK. Oh, I see. Gotcha. He just, he kicked my ball, put it in, and hurried up back to his cart. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't believe it. That is... Uh, I'll never play golf with him again. No. He's a jerk face. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. That's so... Di- One, it's like childish. Two, poor sportsman. So his Three, calling disrespect. Him a jerk face. Well, <laughs> well uh, it's sort of justified. Oh, it's it was, just out it, of good fun. Uh, but that... Uh, I hate that kind of sportsmanship. I've played with people I like I could have beat him over the head with a golf club. I held back. Of course, you know, one swing with the nine iron doesn't usually end in like a beat up. It I would have got him with worse. the putter. It had a really good end on it. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't just like your regular flatline putter. It was one of those ones that kind of have a big circle on the back of it. Man clubbed to death by yeah, putter. That's right. Wow. That's just not cool, man. Yeah. That's not cool. Needless to say, I have to go golfing again soon so I can recoup my Dude, losses i'll go with you man let's go i'm in, i'm in the same way where it's like i just want to go have fun let's go golf. i'm not in it to uh to be super competitive i'm not that good i mean i just want to go have fun and get some exercise and improve oh man my legs got tan too nice yeah it's it's crazy because i used to play with a couple guys who were super competitive and i remember this <laughs> you used to play golf with a couple guys yeah okay and uh, you yeah, just said you golf, used to play golf. with some guys yeah so. golf it was so f- i actually used to laugh because you know he'd be He'd be over here. You know, you'd be standing off on the side to be up there and he'd tee off crappy shot. No big deal, right? We all sucked. And he would be just flipping angry cuss words flying. He'd be sitting there jumping up and down, beating the ground with his with his driver. (laughs) And then he'd walk up and he'd hit his bag as hard as he could. And then he'd kick it and then he'd pick up his bag and storm off. And he would do it every time he had a bad shot. I've played with somebody like it was that. so funny. I'm like, you look like an idiot. <laughs> I went golfing with somebody one time when I was in the golf cart. And honestly, I didn't mean to do it. But 
my foot, I just relaxed my foot a little bit and yeah. it pressed the gas. Well, these were those propane ones. So when you press on the gas, it goes oh, before yeah, it takes yeah. off. <laughs> the guy was literally getting up to go drive. As I put my foot down, the golf cart starts up and you see this guy just come straight up, arms flaying on the, oh, come on! <laughs> Chucks his golf club across the <laughs> That's awesome. across the, the the course, and I was just laughing so hard. I, I my dad was there with us. That's awesome. That was so much fun, dude. So there was one scare that I had when I was a kid. So it was my when I first learned to golf, I was about fifth or sixth grade. And I mean, I'm a kid, right? I don't even, we don't even know. There's two of us out there golfing. We didn't even know really how to golf. And uh, remember, at one point, you know, we're trying to learn, we're trying to figure this out. And this guy's solo comes up behind us, and he's like, "You need to hurry it up." And we're like, we're going as fast as we can. You know, we're trying to be nice. Like, and if, and he's yelling at us, hurry up, hurry up. He's really mean. And I'm like, sorry, do you want to just pass? You know, just play through. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll wait. And he's like, no. And if you don't hurry up, I'm going to break all your bones and leave you in a ditch for dead. <laughs> and I was like, I mean, at the time I was like, oh. I was scared to death. Right. Nowadays, I that wouldn't happen. Let's just put it that Tell way. He's going to join you. What you drinking over there? That's quite tasty. I don't know. What did you... What did you steep into my glass? This is, uh, you know, you know, Gert, good earth tea is what it is. Well, it's, it's good. Sweet and spicy. There's no sugar in it, man. Is but it's it sweet and sour. Yeah. It smells like something at like Thanksgiving, Christmas time. It's really good, man. It's just one of the, I, I had some tea bags. I'm like, we got to rock this. What? This kind of leads into uh, a new topic here. Let's get serious now and then we'll, we'll have some fun. Hold on, let's re- let's read my inspiration. Okay, read the inspiration for the day, and then we'll we'll go from there. Life may not be the party we hoped for, oh. but while we're here, we should dance. I like that. Should I read mine? Unknown said that. Unknown, I like those. <laughs> Here's a, <laughs> unknown's a cool. Thanks, guy. unknown. We appreciate you. Yeah, he's. Oh, look, I got a guy guy from unknown too. All right, stop hating yourself for what you aren't. Start loving yourself for everything you are. Again, unknown. Man, unknown's a really smart guy. Or girl. I think I could deem one of these as mine. So that's the saying of Cameron. Yes. Of the Night Fox. Sure. And this will be the saying of the real Brian. Okay, good. What's yeah. your real name? My first name is The. <laughs> and, uh, well, actually, The is the surname. And remember, it's Real Brion. Right. That's my uh, my uh, right. Hispanic name. Your Hispanic name. Yes. Do you know what mine is? What really name? in Spanish? What? Camarón. Oh, you camarón. know what that means? Shrimp. What a load, man. (laughs) He's not even fair. I got screwed on this end. My real name is Riel, which means real. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is something that has plagued me for a long time, but it's it's okay. So this kind of goes. There's two things that come into this. So Monday, I talked with Antonio Centeno of Real Men, Real Style. I, I got some interesting comments back. I did get multiple comments, and it was actually surprisingly a polarized topic. I found that to be super interesting because when I think polarized, I'm thinking like, you know, climate change is a bunch of crap, right? Al Gore invented it just like the internet, right? So it's all his fault. Wait, what? What did I just not whether or not I believe that I'm not actually going to say, but I'm saying like saying something like that is very polarizing. It usually upsets somebody talking about dressing your best and presenting yourself in a way that best represents the best you and also is respectful and you know you know it's 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 right it's it's dress in the park kind of thing yeah i never expected ever that this would be a polarizing topic i'm thinking like duh we want to better ourselves we want to you know look nice we want to look respectful with with each other you, you hear this in in uh, you know marriage situations all the time 
somebody just kind of lets themselves go. And whether it's, you know, why have you stopped trying? Yeah. Weight, hygiene, what happened to you? Clothing, everything. Yeah. What happened to you trying to impress me? And it's not even about that. Like it's not about, um, the impression as much as it is the respect for, you know, your spouse, right? Sure. See, and in fact, Sarah and I were talking about this and it's the idea that, you know, we, we try to take care of ourselves and take care of each other because I've let myself go. No, 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 you have not. If I were to let myself go, that's not honoring and respecting Sarah. Sure. So part of that is in how I present myself. That's how I dress. But then again, you know, there were some, some comments like, well, you shouldn't be judged on how you dress. No, I totally agree with that. But unfortunately there is that if you don't ever have a chance to get to know somebody, there is that judgment, the society that we live. Yeah. And it's not to say that you're out there to impress people because you care what people think necessarily as much as it is. It is respectful. If I go to a nice restaurant and I show up in shorts and a t-shirt, and I don't get the nicest response from, you know, the wait staff or the owner. Is that on me or is that on them? Eh, it's probably a little both. Like it's their responsibility to treat me regardless of how I treat me with respect, you know? But at the same time, if I come in and I don't respect their culture, that's on me. But at the same time, and here's a, a good example. My wife and I went out, the Star Vixen and the Night Fox went out to uh, Biagi's. Pretty nice that's Italian time. restaurant, right? We went out on a date uh, last weekend. You know, I was dressed in a nice button-up shirt, really nice slacks, some dress shoes. She was dressed really nice as well. We got looked at oddly when we were there, when we first walked in. Like, who are these two walking in here? Because we go in there, people are in there with hats, T-shirts, jeans, tennis shoes, that kind of stuff. You know, at the same time, you do get negative. I guess you you get a negative side no matter what you do. Yeah, and I know in uh, in Colorado too. You know, we're in a we're in a more casual culture, so I I can kind of understand that standpoint. But it's like there is something to be said about being respectful of others, and that part of that is like we were just talking about a job, for example. You know, you show up for a job interview, and and one of the one of the cases for this polarizing topic, this argument was if I show up and some like let's say my applicant competitors dressed in a suit or whatever and i'm not i should the argument was i should not be judged for what i'm wearing i should be judged for my skills and my response was i actually very much disagree with that because how you present yourself actually says a lot about how you're going to handle the job i think at least that's how i would take it because if i come in and i'm you know i've got unironed shirt I didn't take the time and the attention to iron my shirt in mm-hmm. preparation for this, which means am I going to take the time and attention in job that I have, or am I going to, you know, like skip over things or, or take the easy way out? Well, you know, and I, I fully agree with what he said that, so you dress a certain way, it's going to change your mood, right? If you, totally. if you feel like a slob, you'll probably come across not that way. all the time, but you know, if you're out in public and you, I hate saying dress like a slob, that might be the wrong word. But if you don't take care of yourself before you go out in public, people look at you that way. That's the way you're going to feel, right? Sure. Clean yourself up, look presentable, look respectable for yourself. And out in public, it's going to change your mood. It's going to change your mindset. It does. Yeah, like if I go out in a like nicer clothing, mm-hmm. I tend to act more confident. And this is all subconscious. I don't even think about it. I just do. I act more confident and I usually am nicer to people and more respectful because I feel that way. I feel good about myself versus like if I just came from a game of basketball and I'm drenched in sweat and I'm in, you know, a t-shirt and <sighs> shorts and, oh yeah, mm. <laughs> you know, and a hat and I'm dirty, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, 
some, I mean, I will do that sometimes. Sometimes I'll go whatever, but it's like, we'll talk about, Oh, I just came from basketball or whatever. Let's get dinner, but I don't want to go to a restaurant because I don't feel like I would be respectful of the restaurant and the people around me looking like I do smelling maybe like I do. I don't usually smell that bad, but you know what I mean? Like it's just, again, it's a respect issue. It's not about judgment per se, but then again, again, the, so from the polarizing standpoint, one of the arguments was you should never be judged who you are by what you wear because you don't know that person's story. Right. Totally agree with that. Right. I mean, really, like if that person can't af- afford good clothing and that's fine, like we're not even talking about expensive clothing or anything like that. We're talking about dress in a way that best represents you. And it is also respectful of yourself sure. and those around you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I can't understand a disagreement with that. But at the same time, I totally, totally agree that you shouldn't be judged as a human being or valued differently because of shouldn't be, you. but you yeah, will yeah. be. Unfortunately, that's the way that it is. That's unfortunate. It's not the way it should be. Correct. But it is. That's true. And that's kind of my whole point. Antonio does say this and I don't agree with him on this one. He didn't say this in the show, but he says it in his, uh, in his blogs and stuff. He says that graphic tees are youthful only. And once you get to a certain age, you should never wear graphic tees again. I disagree with that. I disagree. Cause I've got star Wars shirts and I think graphic tees band is a, shirts. it's a culture. I don't Absolutely. think it's a youthful thing. I think it's a culture. I still wear them too, but I don't wear them to a business meeting and I don't wear them to a nicer occasion because that would be inappropriate and disrespectful. Sure. But I still wear them in the right. And that's context. just the opinion and the view of one single person. Exactly. And I think he's really trying to keep it to, you know, men are trying to uh, a more professional imp- level. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's understandable. But again, I mean, you, you have to ask any individual, are you going to go to a job interview in pajama pants and a cutoff t-shirt? No. You're going to show up like you want the job. Even jeans and a rumpled butt, like short sleeve button down shirt that doesn't fit you and isn't ironed. No. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely but not. people do. Yeah. Yeah. You got to go like you want it. Professionalism goes a long way. But again, go for the culture. So like, for example, I interviewed for a radio job and I came in a suit and they were just like, wow, way too much. Mm-hmm. And they used to call me tie boy because I wore a tie and I'm like, well, that's how you go to interviews. And they're like, not in radio. You that's don't. how I showed up to an interview as well. Yeah. I actually went and bought stuff that was the same colors as the college. Oh, nice. That they attended. Nice. I got really good feedback from it though. Yeah. You know, well, you got to go in the culture. Get to know your audience. Yes. Yes. If you can get to know your audience before, before you try and approach, which leads me into my next topic here. And this is something that I, I personally have always struggled with. This is a big issue for me. Do you care what people think of you. Yes, I do. To a certain extent. I care what people think mainly because I don't I don't like negativity or gossipy drama, you know, and you you give anybody any reason and depending on who your crowd is, that's what you're going to get. Yeah. At the same time, I don't care. There was a point in time in my life when I didn't care at all. If you didn't like something about me or you didn't like me, good for you. Don't yeah. be around me. Suck me. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you care? Yeah, dude, this is a big, big issue for me. And I didn't realize how, I mean, I've always known it's been a, a little bit of an issue. I think it kind of came to that quote light bulb moment over the weekend when I was just like, oh my gosh, this has like invaded my life. And I think that's the proper term. It has invaded my life. All my life. It's very invasive. Yes. Yeah. And I, cause it, and it's not even necessarily that 
I mean, obviously I grew up with the whole, you care what you look like, because if you don't, you're going to get made fun of and stuff like that. But I mean, I don't like people making fun of me. Obviously I never, I never have, but I, I care less about that now, but more about, am I respected or not? Sure. And I think this has been a very interesting thing because recently I've had, oh my gosh, doing, doing what I do. And especially in today's culture, there is a huge, huge expectation for free. Mm-hmm. 10 years, maybe not even 10 years ago. Let's even say five to 10 years ago, you do something free for somebody and most people will feel obligated or not even obligated. I think that's the wrong word. Compelled. They'll feel compelled to thank you profusely. Return the favor. And or return the favor. Sure. And or pass it on. Sometimes you say, please do not return the favor. This is not a one-up kind of thing. Like this is all a gift. Do not pay me back, but they'll pass it on. Sure. Right. I don't see that hardly at all anymore. I see like you do something free for somebody and people are like, well, yeah, keep going. Heck yeah. How can I get more of this? Exactly. And, and I've, it's been getting worse and I, and it's not just with me. I mean, I've seen it everywhere back. Oh man. And, and maybe we'll talk about this more next week, but this idea that it's uh this, this uh entitled expected culture. Yeah. Let's talk about this more or less next week. Cause I think this will be a good one because I think it's big and I, I think it's something that I personally want to challenge myself to not be like, I don't want to be like that. And I would like to challenge all of us to not be that person who in, feels entitled and like we expect free because man, it is, man, what happened to humanity? I, I don't know because I'm trying to figure out, well, I get it right. YouTube's free. Podcasts are free. Blogs are free. Spot. Well, Spotify is free unless you pay for, you know, no ad. Everything's almost free nowadays. How do people put food on their table? You know, where, where is the actual respect for somebody's work and art and, you know, what they produce and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I want to talk more about that next week because I think it'll be an interesting topic. Sure. But I think this has somewhat come into this idea of, do I care what people think? Because if I say, you know, I can't help you with that unless you pay me, I feel guilty. And then I feel like, well, that person's going to think I'm a jerk. And so I just give in and do it for them anyway, which unfortunately puts me in a really bad spot. Yeah, it doesn't work out for you. Exactly. People that understand if you're going to offer them, you know, business solutions or whatever. Yeah. It comes at a price. I've done it with the show. In fact, I've had quite a few people coming to me and saying, Brian, you're holding back. And I'm like, well, no, I'm not. And they're like, no, you really are. And I'm like, okay, you see something I don't, but I think I've started to realize that the reason I'm holding back a little bit is because what if I offend somebody or, you know, what will people think if I say something like the quote we played at the beginning of the show this week? I yeah. was like, I don't care. I'm going to play it. Right. Some people are going to be like, ah, oh my God. And some people are going to be laughing hysterically. But the thing is, listen, I, we've talked about this. This is like the crux cornerstone of the show. Respect and value the next person. That is still the case. But sometimes you just need to talk and be yourself. And I've always been concerned about well, what will people think of me. Mm. And I don't necessarily even consciously think that. It just subconsciously directs my actions. And then later I come to that realization and go, Oh my gosh, I let it happen again. What is wrong with me? But that goes to the whole idea of, do I care what people think of me, how I dress and how I present myself? Well, would you be one of the people that would walk into Walmart in your pajamas and no, in your flip flops? Okay. So here bra hanging out. Well, yeah, because I like to wear my (laughs) bra hanging out. Um, I, I, I have to say that there's two sides to that. So one is you shouldn't care what people think in a way that that invades your life. You know, like we were just talking about. Yes. However, I think people take that too far and they say, well, I don't care at all what people think they can suck it. Right. 
Well, that kind of an attitude, if, if somebody, like if you were to come to me and be like, Brian, I don't care what you think, man. You can suck it, whatever. I'm going to do what I want. I don't care. I'm going to dress like I want. I'm going to do what I want. If you were to have that attitude, whether you even said that or not, I'd pick up on it. And my immediate response would be, well, you suck. You're a jerk. Right. It's kind of like the guy that kicked your golf ball away into the, into the water. He's like, well, I'm going to, I don't care what Cameron thinks. I'm going to kick it because I'm angry. How did you respond? Not in a positive way. So I think there's, there's a boundary. There's a line. There's a, a balance. There's got to be a balance between the two forces. Yeah. Respect and value each other. But at the same time, don't care what people think in a way that invades and destroys your life. Correct. Which is not easy. It's a weakness for a lot of people. Right. So what are the, what's the solution? Respect yourself. Easier said than done. Learn to respect yourself. <laughs> How's that one? Yeah, that's, that's good. And yeah. So I mean, the, if, if you can learn to respect yourself. Affirm yourself. It's going to show, right? Yeah. You're going to give off that aura that you do respect yourself and you will gain the respect of others around you. It helps. It feeds it. Don't show up to work in underwear. Well, and I think that's maybe where a little bit of overcompensation can help, you know, like dress a little nicer than you normally would because then you just automatically gain more respect, which I think can boost your confidence and morale. Sure. Even though you're not looking for their approval per se, it's just surrounding yourself with a little bit more of that healthy aspect. Challenge yourself. Go to work in something completely different than what you would normally wear. Hmm. One up your normal attire see if somebody notices hmm, i like that i did that uh last week i had a presentation to my boss i showed up to work and everybody goes dude why are you wearing a, a button-up shirt slacks and nice shoes i mean you look great but why yeah I said well i've got something to present to the owner of the company i want to make sure that i kind of treat it like a job interview yeah i put a lot of time and effort into this i want to look professional He's like, who'd you have a meeting with this morning? <laughs> it's like you. Yeah. You. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We were uh, having dinner with uh, Sarah's cousin and his wife, and he was uh, talking about, because he's a teacher. He was talking about that too. And, and they, they, he teaches at a very, very casual school. Like literally people, teachers <laughs> will come in, in in graphic t-shirts, shorts, and a hat. Literally. Literally. And flip flops. Because like, there's the, one. That, we should do that. That's a culture. For the next... As a like culture. 30 minutes, we should just do nothing right. talk like this. And, and the people from the UK are going to be like, your accent sucks. Absolutely sucks. I can't even do it right now. It's, it's, it's all right. Look at you. You want some tea it's and not fa- no, it's, it's not fantastic. No. no. I'm it, like trying It's to, Americanized. That's right. That's right. Well, I don't know all the colloquialism. Colloquialism. That's a tough word to say. Colloquialisms. Collo- anyway, so so he- <laughs> Is that like a soliloquy? A soliloquy. Um, he's teaching at the school. That's like so. Oh my gosh, casual! Like I can't believe they don't walk around in their stilettos. Oh, so, oh my gosh, M- MG. Seriously, G. I know. So anyway, they. Uh, but he always dresses. He says I always dress nicer than all the other teachers. Of course, I'm thinking is that to demand respect or whatever. So I, I think Sarah asked that. Is you know, do you get more respect that way? And he said absolutely. He always gets more respect out of his students. When he dresses nicer sure. than he does when he does it. It's a complete subconscious reaction. And I can probably tell you why. because And he's it, more confident. And guess what? The students learn more and they're more behavior. If you're going to dress like the kids, they're going to treat you like one of them. I know. It's interesting. Yeah. Again, it's subconscious. Like it yeah. shouldn't be that way, but it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's 
Wow. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking about this too. I had a conversation with somebody the other day and uh, again, I don't want to mention names just because it's, it's not, it's not pertinent, pertinent to the details. It was me. It was you. So I'm having this conversation and this person suggesting a lot of things that I could possibly should do. And, uh, and I thought, you know, this is great. I appreciate the feedback and stuff. But at one point I had this interesting thought that I could, Oh, thank you. I'll take those like, yeah, I'll look into that. But in that moment, I knew that is not the direction that I was going to take ever. I wasn't interested in that direction. And for me to sit there and say, sure, I'll look into that would be taking the weak, non-confident, you know, the wrong approach, right? So I had this feeling. I'm like, I need to be the strong frame here. I need to be confident because I don't want this conversation to go down that path anymore. I'm, it's, it's my time and it's this other person's time, right? So I said, you know what? I appreciate that, but that is not the direction I'm going to, I said it like this too. This is not the direction I'm interested in. That's not where I'm going to go. So I, again, I appreciate it. And maybe there's some lessons to be learned here, but no. And you know what? This person backed down like crazy. Oh, okay. Well, how about this? Mm. And I just thought, whoa, talk about a learning moment. And sure. I wasn't disrespectful at all. It was just more of a, if I let him keep going, you were controlling he was controlling it. And I'm like, I, this, no, stop. Right. We're wasting time now. But yeah. And, and so my typical response is, well, if I speak up, you might think I'm being a jerk. But the reality was, no, this is actually, it's not about me being a jerk. It's about me saying, no, this isn't, we're going to stop. Let's change the subject. Let's change here. And interesting. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a good learning moment. Mm. Fascinating. Brian, I'm sorry. That's not the road that I want to go down. All right. Let's um, move on to something else. Okay. So let me, <laughs> let me talk about this experience that I had. Oh, Brian just backed down. You guys, man, he just got real <laughs> no, small. I, no, I was actually done. It was great. Man. I, I think this is a good thing to think about though, is the, do you care what people think of you? And if it is an issue, then yeah, I, I let's, let's take night Fox's advice here and start working on it. Start, start becoming confident in ways and, and taking steps to, to do whatever it takes to help you become confident. Even if it's subconscious. This and advice affirm yourself. free. Affirm yourself. Yeah. This time. Next time we're charging. Next time, like 50,000. Per, per like, like piece of advice? pennies. But you want like 50,000 pennies. Oh, but 50,000, just 50,000 Because it's so fun to go into the bank with a crap ton of change. You're like, and be like, here, this. can you guys put this into bills for me? Especially if it's in one of those uh, radio flyer wagons. Yes. Well, go in with a wheelbarrow or something. <laughs> Hey guys, I've got like three thousand dollars in change. Can we change this over, please? I like fifty thousand in change, though. And they have to go through and count it all by hand. Yeah. No, I shouldn't say that because my wife works at a bank. Oh, that's so rude. Yeah, that would really suck if she Jeez. came home one day. I was like, "Honey, how's your day?" Oh my gosh, I want to quit. <laughs> I just counted three thousand dollars in quarters. <laughs> and you'd be like, "I'll top that. I'm gonna have fifty thousand in pennies next day." That's right. Yeah, suck on this. <laughs> I think that'd be so funny. <laughs> no, it's not fun. No, no, bankers don't call us. We're kidding. So changing the subject. Movies? Oh, yeah, let's talk. Okay, okay. No, great. I was going to share another story, but maybe maybe I'll share that story next week because, uh, you know, we'll see. If we get, yeah, we, let's share it next week. Yeah, let's share this. Uh, everything. Yeah. Let's share that story next week. Let's talk movies today. Yeah, though. Brian. So Spider-Man. Okay. So you were, last <laughs> week, you're like, no, no, I don't want to go see that. Oh, oh my gosh. Dragging me to this was going to be the biggest waste of time. And? Best Spider-Man movie I've seen so I, far. Well, I would agree. I was blown. I was shocked. Of course, we went in with no expectations <laughs> and it was 3D. I was thoroughly surprised. Yeah, that's true. Actually, it was the best. The only thing I don't like about 3D is it makes everything look small because yeah, it, it has to pop. Yeah, it, I think from from a 3D technology perspective, it's the best movie I've seen. 
It was fantastic. It did not bug my eyes. Usually 3D movies will give me a headache and my eyes start wigging out. Well, Wonder Woman was doing these things. I know there's a lot of action. This number. Yeah. And and like everything that was going on in Wonder Woman was almost like not. It wasn't enough that my brain was comprehending it fast enough. Sure. It was doing some weird glitches. And in Spider-Man, none of that. It was smooth. It really was. It was very smooth. Even when the major action scenes were going, everything just appeared perfectly. So they, even when Iron Man showed up and blew up half the universe and actually like killed Spider-Man and had to revive him. That was amazing, Jeez. man. Uh, so there's nothing like telling how the movie's going to go. I know. I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Uh, I'm not sorry. anyway, sorry, not Spider-Man, sorry. man, this, I, I will agree. Like I liked the original Peter Parker. Uh, I'm sorry. Hello. Uh, Toby Maguire. I liked the original Toby Maguire first Spider-Man that came out back in what? 2002. <laughs> I liked that one. It was totally cheesy, but I liked it two and three. Eh, they're all right. I can't even remember the Andrew Garfield ones. In fact, somebody said, oh yeah. And the Andrew Garfield was like, oh yeah, I forgot all about those movies. Those to me were eh, at all. This was fantastic. It was blown away. It, and you know, you know what I liked? Oh my gosh. Thank you. Marvel. You actually did it right. I was getting so tired of these superhero movies and action movies that the threat was global. Like we're going to blow the world up or we're going to blow the entire city up and or all the entire state and we're threatening everybody. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't know anybody. This was personal. It was local. It was personal. It was all about the characters in the story and no one beyond that. And I was so invested in it. Like I was the whole entire movie. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I was, I was getting into it. I Brian cared about what happened bouncing in his seat. Yeah, it was almost ripping the arm rests off and punching, you know, our, our friend Analicious next to us. I was like, <laughs> she's like, why are you hitting me? Go. Oh, sorry. I was trying to hit the, the 3D, uh, you know, enemy. Right. Did you see that little punch that looks like a like a like a wimpy push? Yes. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know. I know some basic karate. I'm trained in other ways that I can't explain on, on it, it's, it's classified. But anyway, so the point being amazing you and me both man i know we both, we both have skills we don't even consider it a dangerous a deadly weapon really yes you, you know when you go in and you say are, are you are you carrying any weapons or do you have any weapons and I, I have to actually check myself in yes i have to go through an extensive x-ray process yeah well see when i go through the x-ray they don't even they don't even ask my body goes beep 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 beep, beep, oh. beep. yep everything turns red interesting guns are pulled are you like wolverine you have no idea dude Dude, my body's loaded with adamantium. We should become superheroes. Let's do it. Like vigilantes of the night. Already am. Oh, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? We need to make some <laughs> costumes like Spider-Man. Yeah. And then we'll go out. What's up with the suit, dude? <laughs> Is that mine? Yes. So I, I highly, highly recommend Spider-Man. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was so impressed. Now, wait a minute. If we were to become superheroes, what would your costume be? The shadow, dude. Are you kidding? Come I am the shadow. You, you want me to be something, something different? a little bit more, more unique, unique. I uh, dude, the shadow was inspired by me. <sighs> You're killing me. Smalls. No, I'm serious. Like the, they wrote the shadow back in the thirties because of me, right? They knew you were going to be born 10 years later. I didn't say that. I, was <laughs> <ten years later. laughs> I didn't say I was born in the forties. I did. I was talking about, you know, have you ever seen Highlander? Yes, exactly. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I, okay, fine. We'll come up with something isn't a little that, more uh, 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 copycat. Isn't that Raiden, the guy that plays Raiden in Mortal Kombat? Oh my gosh, it is. Yes. So apparently Highlander was Christopher Lambert's first English movie. 
which is why, I mean, the acting in that movie we used to make fun of. And I realized, well, that's because it was his first English movie. He was struggling to act in English. And that's why like, you know, they're at this bar what and there's his, this, what is his nationality? I don't know, but they're at this bar in is the movie. Hispanic? No, <laughs> no. So <laughs> there's this girl there and you know, they look at each other kind of weird. They haven't met and they talk for like maybe a minute. And then he walks up to her, sits next to her and he goes, I'd like to walk you home, Brenda. And you're just like, and she's like, okay, huh? Okay. And then of course there's anyway, dude, that's you how it's done. Huh? It's so funny I'd like to walk you home, Brenda. I'd like to walk you home, Brenda. And he's carrying this Japanese katana in his trench coat. And then as he walks her home, gets in this giant epic sword fight, not creepy, not at all. I yes. mean, totally no. It's a normal day in Colorado. Katana fighting. I'm thinking maybe I should just start doing that. Carrying a katana on me and just, you know, like, well, that's what you said you were going to do last week. I'd like to walk you home, Sarah. <laughs> Here's my katana, you know, just in case you'll feel safer. Right. Yeah. Just in case somebody walks by that I have to slice in half or have a sword fight with. Duh. Of all people. <laughs> zombie apocalypse is coming. Well, if a zombie apocalypse comes, that is my weapon of choice is the katana. Slice, slice. When we play Left 4 Dead, man, that's what I grab is the katana. Well, and I'm the psycho that goes in the middle of it, though. I know, but I'm the, I'm the psycho that goes in the middle of all of the horde and just slice. I do that too. I know. We're crazy. You're not the only one. We're the Rambos. It's like when we're in Ghost Recon. It's like, woo! Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the people mm. we play with get a little frustrated because we're just like, go get them. Although I do like the recon stealth mode too. I like that aspect. Me too. I like going up way up in the sky, dropping down on top of somebody. With your parachute? Yep. And then like grabbing them from behind? Or being all the way up in a helicopter and pulling out your HT1 mm-hmm. 50 cal sniper rifle. HDI? And whatever. It's one of those 50 cal. Dude, dude, dude. Okay. Uh, I can, oh, I'll share this. It's like story. watching Whack-A-Mole. I'll share this story next week. I will. I, I swear. But it's a story of World War II and 50 caliber machine guns that I got mm. to touch Ooh. and swing around Ooh. and wield that's awesome it's a <sighs> okay one more thing really quick valerian and the city of a thousand planets um we're going to be going and seeing that here so we will talk about that after we see it but man i'm excited because it comes out today mm-hmm. and oh my gosh I'm, i've been looking forward to this movie for about a year now yes it's going to be fantastic so for those of you who hate the movie you're dead to us don't talk to us. It will be probably a couple of weeks before we give good review because we're probably going to watch more than once. Oh, yeah. We're going to want to see it, you know, so many times that it will become like, we'll be able to quote it. We'll just do an entire episode on it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Hey, did I tell you why my power went out? No. My power went out last night. Yeah, I heard about that, but why? A rattlesnake crawled into the... Uh, Are you kidding? The transformer and caused a fire. <laughs> It put out fried pussy cat. I mean, rattlesnake. Right. Yeah. Same thing. It put the power out in over four different towns. Oh my o- gosh. Over 6,500 people were affected last night. One rattlesnake did all that. Yes. Dude. Now that is epic. No, it's not is he epic. Dead? Yeah. I don't think he uh, slithered away into any more power units, but barbecued snakes. Some rattlesnakes way into wow. this transformer. It's warm. It's already warm outside. Oh, that's true. He's crazy. It's like 192 degrees. That's true. And now it's Colorado, man. We've been hitting Jeez. like Jeez. It's all that global warming we were talking about earlier. You see Climate all the, change. Do you see all the signs on the interstate? No. I haven't been on the interstate in a while. 
I try they, not to. They say uh, environmental hazards. Please combine your errands. Interesting. Or take community transportation. Really? <laughs> wow. We're facing global warning. You know what's, what's what's interesting is that we've had what they call action alert days. Particulates in the air, the ozone, air quality, all that. So whether it's pollutants, whether it's uh, smoke, there's a lot of fires that are out in like Arizona and Utah right now. So the smoke's coming over or like pollens, things like that. And every single day for the past few weeks, we've just been getting these alerts. And I've been wondering, I'm like, man, why, why am I like physically dealing with some issues? And I've been hearing other people have been dealing with it too. And I went, you know what? I wonder if I just stay inside filtered air for the most part for a while, if things will get better. And they have. Good. So it sucks, man. I like to ride my bike this time of year. It's like I I don't fires. Yeah, I know it's 192 degrees. That's right. Ugh. Scorching. It's so scorching outside. Stop putting things in air. Hey, did you see? Um, yes. Uh, awesome. Yeah. How'd you like it? Loved it. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was fantastic. Good. Tell me more. The zookeeper's wife. No. No. Oh. <laughs> I haven't seen that. <laughs> Dang it. How was it? Was it good? Well, what do you think of when you hear a zookeeper's wife? Something about a zoo, right? Um, yeah, and something about... Uh, if you didn't know anything about it. Chick flick? What would you think? Chick flick? No. Really? No. Was it a horror Well, movie? I mean, you would think that. No, it was It was all about uh, World War II, the Nazis and... Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I like World War II stuff. I do too. It just threw me off. Hmm. We watched it the other day and I was like... Yeah, this is definitely not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be something like uh, we bought a zoo. Yes. Right? I was thinking something like that. Something along the lines of a zoo. Exactly. And how interesting it can be inside of a zoo. No, it was all about Hitler. Interesting. Yeah. Well, not all about Hitler, but that era. I would enjoy that because I like that. You should watch it. That kind of history. I took a World War II class in college as an elective. Do it. It was fantastic do it and speaking of world war ii like i said i've got a great story for you next week man Mm. uh yeah like you have no idea are you shutting this down i'm gonna be sharing that but uh you're shutting this down you know what the music means man yeah so next week i'm gonna talk about this little world war ii cool story this doesn't last long enough it doesn't man i know and disney disney star wars theme (gasps) thingy we're gonna discuss oh yeah we gotta talk about that theme park oh my gosh i can't wait so uh zookeeper's wife better go watch that Hey, thanks for joining us. <laughs> RealBrianShow.com. Night Fox, Real Brian. Sign The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514MediaEmpire.com.